Oh. Anyway. Hello, familia. Hi, hi, hi. This is a special day because Yorona Pero Chingona is going to be out in the wild. Very special. I think, that, well, this is our very first time that we're going to get together to go out and record. Record. Record, like, videos and stuff for to become influencers. <laughs> we're baby steps, okay, guys? Don't make fun of us. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, I was, like, packing my bag earlier this morning, Ida, to, like, you know, do my makeup and, and get ready at your place. And I was like, what are the kids wearing nowadays? Like, <laughs> cargo we, pants? <laughs> cargo, like, low-waisted cargo pants? Are you kidding me? No. So I brought my my straight no, fit, <laughs> my straight fit um, high-waisted jeans and then just a pair of shorts. But I don't know what I'm going to wear. <laughs> I feel like I, I hardly go out now, so... Nixie, no. Um, they're gonna come out with the fashion of wearing like three, four layers of clothing. Remember, oh like, like Ashley Tisdale in the two thousands with the, like the jeans and the skirt on top. Are you kidding me? Las medias abajo de la with skirt. With the converse, <laughs> yes. Remember them chanclas that were like a little the sparkly ones, the little net <laughs> ones. Yeah. No, dude. No. Ooh. So uh-uh. funny. Now with these chicken legs. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. <laughs> and then that little purse that look like shells. <laughs> oh, I know which you're talking about. Did, wait, at your school, did they ever make the purses that were made out of like hot Cheeto bags and like Capri Suns and I, stuff? I think I saw a couple of people like that. Yeah. 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 They were like a big hit back where. In the valley. Yeah. Back in the valley, you know. Takis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But hey. What's been going on with you? Girl, let me just tell you right now, I am not going to lie to you. I'm a little hungover. <laughs> um, I hadn't drank in like a very long time. Mm-hmm. I was telling my cousin yesterday, I was like, drunk Edith hasn't been out in a very long time. Oh. Yesterday wasn't really drunk Edith. It's just that I don't really hang as much as I used yeah. to. Yeah, well, I mean, back then, back then, day, I remember you telling us that you'd, like, stay up all night. Like, yeah. literally, you you probably, like, madrugabas. Like my brother, right now. <laughs> like, if you look at him right now, I wish you guys could just literally see him, how he's looking right now. <laughs> they decided not to record today. <laughs> not to record, like, <laughs> video. <laughs> we um, were supposed to uh, record a video for you guys today, and we were, like, not today. Not today, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been going. I've been doing pretty good though. Yeah. Other than like today, how I'm feeling. Um, yesterday was really fun. I've been doing really good. Work, everything. Yeah. Everything's yeah. been good. That's good. Yeah. Um. So, I can't believe it's already like halfway through September. So I know it's crazy, but I've been good. What about you? Um, I have some pretty good news. So my, <laughs> I'm not pregnant, y'all. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> this is not how I would announce my pregnancy, by the way, <laughs> to everyone. No. She's going to add every time. Please listen to this episode. <laughs> hey, you, tag would, all my family. you will really know who's real because you would know that they heard they our listen. episode. They listened to our episode. And then nine months later, I'm just like, And then baby, everybody's going to be like, what the fuck? Like, no. Well, you can tell you they didn't listen to our episode because 
If you yeah. would have listened to our episode, you would have known that I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> but my baby, Casa Diosa and Co. is like my journal business. Uh-huh. It's going to be launching next month. Yay. So I'm going to be posting some pictures um, of the products and the journals and stuff soon and display it. And then I'll probably like create like a... Yorona pero chingona code so you guys can get like 10 or 15 percent off um for only our we faithful followers <laughs> you know and <us>. then <laughs> and so there's that but i did have like a big like yorona moment this week because my car broke down and like the day oh, that day that. like earlier earlier in the day i had like a very intense therapy session um shout out veronica um i was like crying a lot i was just like frustrated i wasn't feeling myself and i was like you know what i'm just gonna go work out because hashtag self-care right mm-hmm. um and on my way over there my car like like let chispita started to come out of my car like near the battery and i got scared and i pulled over and so i called um i called my 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 fiance to like so he can help me and I was already like frantic and and he was like, What's going on? What's going on? And I was like, There's like chispitas coming out of like the, the car. And he's like, What do you mean chispitas? What is that? And I'm like, you know, babe, the the thing, the thing. Mind you, this man doesn't speak any Spanish. So he doesn't know what the hell chispitas are. And I'm like, you know the little things. <laughs> You're supposed to know. <laughs> and so I was just like frantically just like yelling at him on the phone, which like guys don't do that, right? But I was like frustrated. Um, not with him, just with the situation. And so then after that, I called my mom and then I, you know, I calmed down. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was my big Yorona moment. I just like had a freak out in the middle of the street, just <laughs> yelling at my boyfriend. <laughs> so that's it. I bet Kurt is like, yeah, that wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. But yeah, that's, um, that's it for my update. Um, Ooh. My niece turned a month this week. Oh, Can you believe it's been a month since girl. I've been a tia and Hanta has been a tia? Yeah. It's, it's going by really fast. Yeah. She's getting so big. <laughs> I know. She's like, she she looks like older. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like, she looks like, like the base. She, she, the base. she, she looks, looks like older. a teenager. <laughs> and I'm just kidding. No, but um, I don't, I mean, I don't really have that much of an update but it's been pretty good that's good that's good so um throughout the week i think it was last week or a couple of days ago we uh reached out to our followers on instagram and then we asked them about boundaries yes so uh which is our topic for today yeah um we asked them about if they're having a hard time or if if they have had a hard time setting boundaries Mm -hmm. And a couple of people reached out to us, which is really great. Thank you so much, guys. Um, you know who you is. Um, for reaching out. We're just going to be sharing what they shared, but not saying any names. <laughs> just because, I mean, we didn't ask for permission to share the names. But uh, we got some really good feedback about boundaries, uh-huh. which I feel like sets the ground for our topic for today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um let me go ahead and read some of those. But what do you think about boundaries, Yassine? So boundaries is one of those things that, like, I think is, are like, 
they are very important to teach at a very young age. Mm-hmm. But I didn't learn to start setting like boundaries in terms of like services to others and myself until I was probably an adult. Because I think like with our culture, setting boundaries can be difficult. Um, and I guess that that's kind of what we'll get into right now, like how how it can be different. And I think also like just the fact of like setting boundaries between males and females in our culture is very different. Because mm-hmm. I find that when males set boundaries, it's like respected. And sometimes for women, if we set boundaries, it's like, well, you're not being a good wife. Like, no eres una buena esposa. esposa o no eres mm-hmm. una buena hija. Una buena mujer, just yeah, in yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, so I think that's the struggle with with setting boundaries in our culture, especially as women. Mm-hmm. And it's hard because I mean, like even while I was reading some of the responses, I could relate to every single one of yeah. them, dude. Like, um, so the question that we asked was, "Do you have a hard time setting boundaries? If so, tell us why." So we had someone say that they have um, people, pl- uh, they're people pleaser and authority issues. And another one that says that therapy has ha- helped a lot with oh, yeah. your boundaries. Um, so it, I can relate a lot with that. I mean, it's not like 100% where I feel like, yeah, I can set a boundary, which is really funny because this week, for my therapy session, we were talking about people pleasing and then we were talking about boundaries. And then one of my tias called me and asked me for something and I was just like, I'm busy. And then my guilt came in and then I was like, no, like, you know, I should have been available. Mm -hmm. And and it goes straight to that with boundaries. Like, you know, it comes to some of the things that I've been working with Veronica, which I don't know if you guys are aware, but yes, and I have the same therapist. That's why. Shout, Shout out, out Veronica. to Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but one of the things that we've been talking about is like setting boundaries comes with people pleasing. That yeah. is something that I've been dealing or like working on with Veronica a lot. And um, she actually sent me this article that is really good about are you a people pleaser? And it like breaks it down about do you do this and that? And I checked every single one of them because really? I am definitely like I can I can sh- see if I can share some of the information but it's it's crazy how you think about people pleasing and then you think about like setting those boundaries especially mm-hmm. in like our culture like setting those boundaries is mostly seen as grosera malcriada yes like, you know uh irrespetuosa like you yeah, know you're being dude. so disrespectful and all of these things which uh-huh. is really hard yeah because at least for me like i want to make the people that i love happy not mad yeah so like it comes to that guilt of like no yo no quiero que se enoje conmigo yeah and then you also run the risk like of like sacrificing your own like self-care and like your mm-hmm. own health like emotional bandwidth of what yeah. you're able to tolerate and stuff i think i think it's definitely harder for for maybe someone who lives so close to home to Mm -hmm. set boundaries with others because there's that immediate um 
service to others where, that you feel that you need to do, like like for you and like your family. Um, like if your brother were to ask you for something, it's immediate, right? Whereas if my mommy asks me for something, like I'm, a, I don't know how many miles away, a thousand miles away from home. I don't know. Pero <laughs> is it that much? <laughs> I can't math, guys. <laughs> um, but what? But my point is, is like I think for people who live outside of home, some to to a certain extent is a little bit easier to set boundaries because mm-hmm. you're not always at their disposition. Like you're not always at their availability. Yeah, that is true. And I think for me, I am very family oriented. Mm-hmm. People who know me, like I'm constantly like my family, my family, my family. Like even with my friends too. But I feel like I'm more like I love my friends and everything but my family first you know right um but even sometimes with my friend which is what we're gonna like some of the topics that we're gonna talk about is setting those boundaries not only with your family but also with your friends with others yeah which is one of the feedback that we also got in our question was like um someone said uh being the oldest and my parents not speaking the language and having to like Mm -hmm. do everything for them another one was like being the only one for my like being the like always there for my for my parents or whatever and being that like emotional support for your mm-hmm. your parent yeah dude and another one that i really <laughs> i'm telling you guys i feel like i could relate with every single one of them but one of them was about financially financial boundaries which yeah. i feel like that's so me like tengo dinero and i'm like i feel like the most richest person ever which i'm not so generous so i'm like oh yeah a burger for you pizza for you uh-huh shoes for you and shots then, for everyone shots for everyone and then i'm like shit like now i'm broke yeah. <laughs> no food for me this week Frijoles toda la semana. <laughs> i mean they aren't that bad <laughs> true <laughs> but um we can start talking about just i guess our our ideas and beliefs around growing up with boundaries mm-hmm. i mean i feel like we should start first from that and then we can go a little Expand. bit yeah yeah so i think my for the most part like my ideas of like boundaries were i think as children you don't really have boundaries you really don't like You're i'm like- trying to think like what ideas and beliefs because if we if i didn't agree with something that mommy or papi said I, I I was like, sh- like, no, you're being disrespectful. And like, it, it's lo que yo diga es lo que es, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, my mom has like kind of swayed away from that mentality now with my little brother. But I remember for us, it was very much like that. Besides, you know, like our bodies. But even then, like when you are wanting to wear what you want to wear and mm-hmm. your parents tell you no like as a child like that also tells you like you don't have autonomy for yourself and like you don't have boundaries um i don't know i think i think for the most part aside from like stranger danger and don't let anyone touch <laughs> touch you is is like the only boundaries i had as a child same i mean i feel like it was the same thing for me and like i said earlier we really didn't have a say in anything. Yeah. It's like, lo tienes que hacer y ya, punto. Yeah. And it was, it was kind of like, because I said so. 
Mm-hmm. Or like, Porque I'm like, why? Porque soy la mamá. Oh, yeah. Because I'm the adult. Like, yeah. like, now that I'm the adult, like, if I say something like that, I feel so guilty. Like, yeah. I guess because I work with kids a lot, I always have to give an explanation because it's my inner childhood that is just like, I always wanted an explanation. So I never got an explanation. So now I want to give explanations to kids. Yeah. But growing up, like I said, like, we, it was like, you're being disrespectful if you set boundaries. You mm-hmm. were, if you said no, it's like, ¿por qué no? Yeah. ¿O qué dijiste? Uh-huh. It was like, literally like that. It was, yeah. why not? Like, you know, it was, lo tienes que hacer y ya. Yeah. And you're like very forceful of like things that the parents said. Um, so I, and I think that was, I think that's where my like, codependency issues kind of come from not not to say that this is a a therapy a therapy session but like I think like not raising children to have boundaries is setting them up for like not knowing how to set boundaries when you get older and like mm-hmm. the way it affects you and like the way that it affects your relationships with other people and the way that you respect yourself in that sense. Because I think that when you're able to honor your own boundaries, you're respecting yourself and your bandwidth mm-hmm. um, and your own value to be able to be there when you are able to be there. So, And I think we didn't really see it that way until now. But like you said, as a child, we didn't have any autonomy. So there is not such thing as let me think about myself. No, we were always thinking about the other individual, mm-hmm. whether it was our parent, whether it was yeah. our, any adult, like any, like tío, tía, whatever. Yeah. Like we were always thinking about them. Am I being, re- am I being respectful? Uh-huh. Like we were always, like, at least for yeah. my end, it was, I was constantly be like, was it, whatever I said, was it rude? Yeah. Like, you know. Well, <laughs> see, I have a different. <laughs> yes, and also I think like, the reason I sometimes struggle so much now, like, in setting boundaries is because, like, growing up, I would try to set boundaries, mm-hmm. and they were not listened to. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I would set boundaries, I would, like, just start, like, arguing with my mom or my dad um, or with people. And I was so, like, shunned of doing that. Like, you're being so disrespectful, like you said. Um, so, like whenever i moved i start moved to san marcos that's when i started to set more boundaries mm-hmm. and my mommy and i would just like i think there was like a couple of years where we were just argue argue and argue and argue and argue and going home made it very stressful for me and then and i guess we can go into like setting boundaries with family for this one um because as I would go, I was like in therapy too, learning about myself, you know, in school with social work, you learn, you learn a lot about yourself through the process and just like realizing how certain things about your family might be affecting you and you're not really exact, you're not sure why, but they do. And so setting boundaries around those things, like, um, like someone telling me not to cry or porque estás llorando, my mom mm-hmm. hates seeing me cry. Yeah. So siempre me, me, me dice eso. Um, and so sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'll be like, I'll cry, and my mom would be like, Senohaba, and then I would get mad. I was like, You're not letting me feel. Why aren't you letting mm-hmm. me feel? Um, so I think 
like it was a really big struggle with my mom specifically and it would cause so many arguments but i think along the way the more that you have these conversations in a calmer way because there's so something there's a very special button for family where they click and they press Mm -hmm. and you get such a big reaction or they might get a big reaction from you and that would be the 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 thing with my mom so i think like the more that we had these conversations without the reactivity and kind of like making a break in our relationship to have that argument and then come back and talk about it was very powerful to be able to really get into like why this issue is really bugging me and why it's really affecting me and why we need to set something because we were just not and now we have a better relationship and we're able to talk about anything so i i feel like we're completely the opposite because i was the avoidant of like conflict of conflict or anything like that oh i know so (laughs) if which is like takes me back to people pleasing because I would prefer to please the other individual even though I was very uncomfortable mm-hmm. because I would hate to argue with someone, especially with my parents, especially with someone that I love so much, which is why I didn't set any boundaries. And even whenever we were in, whenever I was in college, like yeah. I would go home every weekend yeah, just because would. I didn't want to say no, mm-hmm. just because I didn't want to say no. Oh, it's que you're not fiesta. I I could have just been like, no, not this weekend. Yeah. But no, I'll be like, okay. Love, like, like the disappointment. Like, yeah. yeah. And one of the things that Veronica always tells me, my therapist, she's like, how was it when you were younger? And I was like, well, yeah, because my mom and my, well, mostly my mom, because I feel like my mom is more disciplinary than my dad um, in a way of like, she's more traditional than my dad. She was more traditional than my dad. And in a way of like, I was the oldest, so I'm the oldest, so tienes que hacer esto, tienes que hacer el otro. You have to take care of your brother and your sister. Mm-hmm. Like, you're the oldest. Digo, like, even like how you said right now about crying. ¿Por qué lloras? ¿Quieres que te dé una razón por la que uh-huh. llores? ¿Quieres una razón para la que llores? It was my way of like, oh shit, like, you know, no, I'm not gonna conflict with you yeah anymore. like cry in spanish but quietly <laughs> literally <laughs> like crying in my sleep at night. i know i used to do that to be honest i used to cry yeah. in my sleep but like night. how sad is that to leave your you know to like not have or not giving your children the bound the 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 strength to be able to like show their emotions and you know set a boundary with you and yeah but i feel like I mean, I don't judge my parents for what they did. I just feel like, yeah, ellos hicieron lo que pudieron because of what they know from because their parents. The, yeah, yeah, and that's what I've learned too. También, like, I have so much empathy now for my because of these hard conversations about boundaries mm-hmm. and and everything else that I've had with my mom. I've just like come to learn so much about her that now I understand why she did, like how. Now I understand her way of parenting us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's a little bit of hope. It, like, it, what gives me is whenever I see parents that are like, are you okay? Like, you know, validating yeah. and My, honoring their feelings of, like, a child crying. Yeah. Instead of like, ya callate, ya no llores. Yeah. My heart, dude. Ugh. 
okay <laughs> my, like with my with my kiddos for like therapy and stuff when I see like parents really be into like therapy and doing mm-hmm. the most for them I'm like oh dear I'm so proud of you guys <laughs> um but yeah so I think also within that like setting boundaries with friends not only setting boundaries but also like when your friends set boundaries with you that is a whole nother level like so I I don't think that like I never received people setting boundaries with me very well. Like in college, I was a mess. I was a hot mess. Messy Yessie. But, um, <laughs> shout <know>. out Messy Yessie. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever, I, it wasn't until I like, I think I really went through the whole social work course that I really learned about setting boundaries and what they mean and, and stuff like that. And it's not a rejection because I think whenever people set boundaries with you, it almost feels like a rejection mm-hmm. of you, of your behaviors. Yeah. And people take that very personally. And it's not, I'm not rejecting you. I'm rejecting what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so whenever I would receive that, I would feel like it was a rejection. And I have issues like rejection issues. So receiving that from people around me and me being like oh I guess we're not friends anymore Mm -hmm. because I feel like and I and I think like the person that I most argued with in like in in college was Callie shout out Callie (laughs) (laughs) um and I think whenever she and I would argue a lot I would always kind of go into this like I don't need anyone you know like very isolate myself um from even the group, I think, because I would even stop, like, messaging in the in the group chat just because I didn't feel, like, comfortable and stuff. But I don't know. I took receiving, like, I don't know, like, that feedback from friends was, was difficult for me. Mm-hmm. But I think also, like, I had to learn how to set boundaries with others and being able to say no. Mm-hmm. Oh, trust me, with friends... I feel like now I'm a little bit easier with uh-huh. setting boundaries with you guys. And I say you guys because you are my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, in college, it used to be really hard. Like, you can even ask Callie. We used to go out every day during the week. I know. That's how bad we were at setting boundaries. We could have just been, like, easily, no, not today. But we were, we would look at each other and be like, the square? The square. Yeah. And then, Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. But I'm glad that now we're a whole different person. Like, yeah. You know, I feel like we're pretty good about we have our, our lives, you know, we're busy and everything. And whenever we're like, hey, are you free for dinner? And if someone is not free for dinner, it's not like, oh, shit, like she doesn't have any time for us anymore. Yeah. At least that's how I feel now. Because I feel like I'm constantly like if I'm not here, I constantly always have something going on. Mm-hmm. So like whenever you guys invite me out to like eat or like go out for drinks or stuff and I'm not available, it gives me like this little guilt that I yeah. kind of want to like change my plans to be available for you guys. Mm-hmm. But then another part of me is like why am I going to overdo it? Like when yeah. I already I already had something set. And it's something that I've been talking to Veronica about because I'm like I feel so guilty like at the beginning of it and then I'm like but why am I going to force it if, I, if I'm yeah. not available? And and I feel like you guys are pretty good about, it's okay. You know, we get it. Yeah. Which makes me feel really good. Yeah. Because if there's those people that are making you feel guilty that are like. And get mad. And get you too. mad. Like, wow, you're never available. Yeah. Which is. Uh, I know, yeah. It's me straight. Yeah. <laughs> it, can, it can get hard. But I think 
when when you set a boundary with a friend and i guess we can we can also talk about how to set boundaries mm-hmm. um, but when you set a boundary with a friend and this is this is easier i think this is a lot easier with friends than it is with family when you when you set boundaries with them you can talk about it and continue to talk about it until maybe they understand it but if if your friend is continuing to cross that boundary then you have to do something about it. You can't just not, you can't just keep going with or continue having them disrespect that boundary, I think. And then also I feel like one of the things that I've learned about boundaries too is distancing my pe- away from the people who mm-hmm. who are, are not okay with me setting boundaries with them. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. that that is a good one because um, there you don't necessarily have to cut out people from your life if they consistently like cross your boundary unless it's like one of those huge boundaries that you're like this is you know the the ultimatum is like you don't cross this boundary with me and nothing will happen you know so I, I think like if a family or friend are crossing those boundaries with you that you're like this is a set no you do have the choice of distancing yourself cutting them off Mm -hmm. or just continue to make your life miserable (laughs) um that is true i was pulling up the article that i was telling you about that veronica sent me because it was talking about setting boundaries and it says those who become defensive or angry more than likely are benefiting from your people-pleasing lifestyle and feel threatened by your newfound freedom. Yeah. Which is like, yes, because I feel like a lot of people take advantage of... Your kindness. Your kindness. And your lack of setting boundaries. Yeah. But when you cross a boundary for them, it's like a big ordeal, too. Mm -hmm. And they're very quick to point that out as well. And I think that kind of just goes, like, just in general with anyone, even with your significant others... Um, of of them honoring the boundaries. And I was, I think, in a relationship for a long time where my boundaries weren't really followed. And it, I think when you don't have your boundaries, you run the risk of people really hurting you and breaking you. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have boundaries and you let people continuously break you, you're kind of left with just like an eggshell of a person and that's not fun to be no yeah so guys set your boundaries because then you got to get therapy and therapy costs a lot and (laughs) you're you're not done with just one month of therapy you need like years of therapy therapy. (laughs) (laughs) and that shit adds up (laughs) it's expensive yeah but it's worth it it is worth it it's like Thinking about it this way, maybe it's not as expensive as a Starbucks coffee, but you're investing in your coffee, invest in your in your self care. Yeah, like make make your coffee at home, guys. <laughs> Get therapy. You <laughs> <Get therapy. laughs> for a month. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but um, I think it. One of the things that I've learned on how to set boundaries too mm-hmm. is that it takes time. It's trial and error. Yeah. It takes time and it takes a lot of discomfort and you might lose loved ones along the way. 
mm-hmm. or you might lose the special relationship that you had with some certain people but then you look at it in the big picture and you're like wow I used to think about this individual being someone very special for me but now that I set my boundaries they think I'm disrespectful like yeah. you look at it as like wow they're not the person who I thought they were yeah and what, if what you I think also what you will notice is that once you start set, setting boundaries for yourself the things that you like and dislike is like people already know your conditions mm-hmm. you know like it's it's like um, it's like you can't expect people to read your mind on the boundaries that you have. You have to make them known. Because I also have family who will be like, well, she didn't say hi to me, so she must be mad. Oh. So people just assume, you know, yeah. that you might be mad or, 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 or something. And, and so I, I think, like, it's important to voice the boundary that you have kindly not in a rude way tampoco right even though you might get triggered you you always have to come back and really have that conversation in a very vulnerable state and be like hey this is my boundary I don't like it when you yell at me Mm -hmm. it makes me feel less than it makes me feel frustrated it makes me feel hurt and I really value our friendship or our relationship and I really love you and I don't want to lose you. And if you keep talking to me this way, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Mm-hmm. And that is very, a very valid. So that way they know, like, this isn't something I can cross with them anymore. This is something that's real. It's really affecting them. Um, and if they love you, it might take them a while to come to terms with it, especially if they're very traditional, like our parents. Um, but it'll work out eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's true. I think I like the idea of how you said how you had a difficult relationship with your mom. It, it's it's going to start like that. Yes. It's going to shift to a way where you have a really close relationship with someone. And then that other individual is going to be like, wow, no, yeah, like, you know, I need to be aware of this mm-hmm. person that I love, too. So they're going to also honor, hopefully, you know, those boundaries. If not, then yeah. still stay firm about it. Um because I feel like it's 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 hard. I mean, I can tell you from experience that it's really hard to set boundaries. It's just with anyone, and it, we can we can do it together, guys. Because I'm still learning, and it's it's just an experience. And I'm not saying that I'm I'm on point all the time. Because there's some days that I'm yeah sure let's do it when I'm like deep inside oh fuck like no I don't want to do it (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it's just it's a little it's it's an experience and I feel like we've talked so much about friends and family that another another way of like also setting boundaries is professionally yeah another way that is just your your job I feel like the the term workaholic comes with boundaries because I feel like it's not really a workaholic. You're just a person who doesn't really know how to set boundaries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. And we were talking about this when we met not so long ago. Mm-hmm. Because you were saying how you're off certain days and you still open your Oh, yeah. Your, your, yeah, your, I like, don't have very great boundaries for... Yeah, I'm just scared of missing something, mm-hmm. you know? And the, the, the fact that our parents are you know at least my mom when it, when because I, I for the most part lived in a, a single mother household um, she worked like two jobs 
So she would get out from one job and go to the next. And still to this day, like she will work like 10, 12 hours a day. So how do you learn to set boundaries with work when you see that the person raising you and that you love works so hard and is praised for that? Mm-hmm. Yep. And not have any boundaries. That like, is so true. H- like how do you unlearn something that you're praised for and giving props for to go do something that will give you negative comments like you're so like malagradecida floja (laughs) you know like I feel so guilty resting Mm -hmm. like I will be sleep not sleeping because you know I don't stress out when I'm asleep (laughs) because I'm asleep (laughs) but I'll be like on the couch just like resting and I like just to get the validation and I know I do this consciously too just to get the validation that it's okay for me to rest I'll text Kurt and be like am I being lazy if I lay down (laughs) for like an hour or two and he's like no just rest (laughs) but like it's almost like I need someone to tell me it's it's okay okay for you to rest this is your day off you don't have to clean you don't have to do this you don't have to do that just rest and that is hard to do. Mm-hmm. No, and it's true. And I think it also goes back to seeing our parents like work hard and everything. And at least for my end, it was a blessing to have a job. Mm-hmm. So the way that I see it is I have a job. I need to be grateful about it. So I need to conserve it and I need to like do everything I, that it, I can. Uh, yeah, I need, to, I need to be the best. So be when the best. it's time for people to go, I'm not the first one mm-hmm. out the door. Yeah. 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 And and I feel like that's when it comes really hard to like work because like separate your work life and your personal life because you're like constantly mixing both together. When you're in your personal life you're thinking about your work life. When you're in your work life you're thinking about your personal life. That is true. So it's it's hard. Like, you it know, especially hard. with professionally, like at least now with my job I work from home. Yeah. So I it's will, even harder it's to even set hard. boundaries it's at really home. hard it's really hard right now that my house is getting renovated like it's becoming a little easier because I'm working at the office but whenever I was at home dude like I will not lie to you like it was 10 at night and I'm like oh shit I forgot to do that so I will get up and hey, do your what I was, I was supposed to <laughs> you do. You know what I would do? <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I used to work from home <laughs> and I was, um, at, you know, at a job that we worked at together, I would take naps. <laughs> <laughs> I would take naps during the day because I think that was like the prime time where my depression was really like high mm. that I would I would text, you know, our well, my supervisor and be like, hey, I'm not feeling great. So I'm just going to take a break. And I would just take like a nap for like two hours and then jump back on like to that to that extent. Like I would take naps. And then you will feel guilty about it. That yeah. you will stay working till well, like Well, yeah. Or I would try to make that up on Friday or like another day. I get so it. I would, I and then like I would overwork. So, so, yeah. But we're not just complaining about boundaries. We also want to give you guys some kind of info on how to set them. Mm-hmm. So I think for the most part with like friendships, relationships, Um, And also family, it can kind of be the same way of setting the boundary. So obviously, setting boundaries doesn't feel good. 
we're not saying it feels good. It, it gets easier to deal with the awkwardness and mm-hmm. with the pressure of it, um, especially if you're a person who doesn't like confrontation like Edith. Um, yeah. Setting boundaries will take time. Um, and you just sometimes just got to go into it. Um, and y- you have to make sure that you're actively listening, asking questions, and actually being genuine. Like if you're coming into a time to like set boundaries and you're like, I'm going to tell that be this this or that and like really set that boundary that's not how you do it if you come in and you're yelling at someone immediately think about yourself like they're either going to want to argue back or they're going to shut down and you're not going to be able to set that boundary properly um like imagine if i for some reason just came at you and were like edith what the heck like we were supposed to meet at this time you're gonna be like super defensive right Mm -hmm. and so it's better to come in and start off like using those I statements and avoid the accusations and insults and save those for another. I think I statements are really great because you're really saying what you think, not assuming what you think you feel or like you see. Yeah. Because what if the other person is not even offended? Mm -hmm. Like, and this has happened to me personally a couple of times where I'm like, oh, you're mad. Uh huh. Like even Handa will know that because I was like, "Oh, you're mad," and we're like, "What the hell?" Like, no, I'm not mad. Yeah. And instead of like using the I statements, like, "Oh, I think that I what I said made you upset." Yeah. Are you okay? Like, like you're you're putting it all you're putting the vulnerability on yourself rather than the other person. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. But. Yeah, so stick to I statements. And usually a, a good format that I learned from whenever I worked at a nonprofit was you say, I feel because uh-huh. this happened. Uh-huh. And then you say, this is what I prefer to happen. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if Edith yelled at me, I would say, I feel, and I would probably say this crying because she yelled at me. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens, guys. <laughs> That's a lie. I don't think I've ever screamed at you. I think you've yelled at me like once. Wow. We've but been anyways. knowing each other for 10 years. Once. But anyways. <laughs> Scarred her for life. But, <laughs> but anyways, um, I feel hurt when you yell at me because, because I don't do well when people yell at me, so don't do it. I would prefer if you spoke to me in a calmer way or i feel like another way will be also saying i don't appreciate when you scream at me because it makes me feel uncomfortable oh that's who are Are you you? (laughs) 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 but yeah and especially when when these like these boundaries are really or these friendships are very valuable to you like Mm -hmm. always begin by stating how much you value the friendship um, and be very simple and clear about how you communicate this boundary because you don't want it to be very vague, mm-hmm. right? Because when you're vague, you're leaving a lot of space for error. You're leaving a lot of space for them to cross this boundary again. You want it to be very clear and concise of how you meet it or how or what you need. Express your needs and your wants and your limits. 
Uh, and don't apologize for them. Oh, that's a hard Don't one. apologize for your needs because those are your needs. And don't make excuses. Just state it how it is. Like, you don't have to say, I'm sorry that I need this from you. Like, <laughs> you know what? what a, um, Veronica told me, she's like, no, it's an, a complete sentence. Yes, no is a complete sentence. Be firm, but also be kind. Don't be rude. Mm-hmm. Um, and just remind your friend or your friend or your lover or your co-worker. family or your coworker that like you still care about them. It's just that this thing that's happening, you're not okay with. Mm-hmm. And I think also realizing when you need to set boundaries because if you are getting triggered if something really small triggers you there's probably a boundary or a need not being met and that is where you have to put that boundary so next time you feel like you're getting triggered by something really analyze like what is it that's happening here that that is really bugging me and then set that boundary because it's bound to happen again and if you don't set one resentment will affect your relationships Mm mm-hmm but yeah, guys, so if you have any questions about boundaries, I know I feel like we can't get everything all in one episode, which is so, like a big, such a huge topic about boundaries. Just let us know. Send us a message. We can, yeah. we can li- do a little role play about setting boundaries. Like, <laughs> si te peleaste con la amiga, con el novio, con Or mama. send us your stories and we can tell you yeah. how to set boundaries. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really cool. I'm really good about... I, I really like about like role playing like scenarios <laughs> in in a way of like oh so this happened mm-hmm. what should I do next time Edith happen? is kinky <laughs> <laughs> not in a kinky way guys hey get your mind out of gutter okay no see <laughs> only you would think that yes we're being totally on the confirm. <laughs> Oh my god. You see, we can never have a serious conversation. <laughs> but anyways, just let us know what you think about boundaries. Like it's it's hard and we know that you got it and I know it will take some time. But um I hope you guys enjoy this conversation about boundaries. Let us know what other conflicts that you have that you would like for us to like yeah. talk about because I feel like we can all relate in this whole conversation about boundaries, whether you're a first gen or not. Yeah. Whether you're a Latino or not. I feel like boundaries is no discrimina. Yeah, <laughs> like, no discrimina, no, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will, we will post some of the art. I don't know if you're able to also link the articles. Oh, yeah. So we will have the articles probably in our link tree mm-hmm. or on the the description of this episode to you guys if you guys do want to read more about boundaries and have more information on them just go ahead and um if you don't want to email us haters um just read the (laughs) (laughs) just read the article okay but thank you guys for joining us today um we will bring more really good episodes like this one hopefully you guys enjoyed it and just make sure that you share our podcast with your loved ones. Yeah, and remember, aquí si lloramos. Love you guys. Bye. Peace. Adios.